Good evening. Welcome to another edition of Rev on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country. And we love coming in to your radio every week. Lots of people will catch me now. We're kind of building up momentum. I think they've heard how wonderful the jokes are, how mm-hmm. great the guests are. Uh, that on Sunday night, they're like, wow, i got to tune in. So more and more people start to say, hey, I heard your show, and I like what you said. Every once in a while I get somebody saying, you know, I don't know if I agree with what you said. But that ma- that's what makes it fun. Well, that's okay. So anyway, I know it. Welcome to another Sunday night uh, of Rev Radio. And Lori Enright in, uh, uh, is here with me. Are you doing all right? You have, have a good day today? It's Veterans Day. Veterans Day. Yeah. And 100 years since Armistice Day. World War One. Wow, years. I did not know yeah. that. Uh, I, well, I haven't oh. heard a lot, whole lot about it, but I just thought of that the other day in a little bit, and it seems like that would be we'd be hearing a lot more about that. But. Well, my dad was a veteran, Korean War, Korean conflict. So, mm-hmm. my dad in Vietnam. Yeah, how about that? You know, a lot, and a, we have a lot of folks in our church, and I know there's a lot of folks in Eagle Country that oh, yeah. uh, are all about honoring at rightfully so those that paid some big prices for us and uh we definitely want to thank yeah. all of our veterans and active military absolutely you know uh, rev's kind of like all about faith and family and freedom and all kinds of stuff like that and uh so it's it's awesome but yeah i hope you're doing good and uh it's going good at whitewater crossing christian church these days mm-hmm. if you have are, are looking for a church Coincidence, we're looking for people. We would love to have you. Uh, 9.30, 11.15, any Sunday morning. Come check us out. Uh, we are uh, have launched a series named, named Thrive. Don't just survive your life and your finances, but thrive. And it's going to be Thanksgiving and Christmas before we know it. People's stress level is going to be high. And we, we're going to tell you how to thrive and not uh, you know just survive or go under. And so check us out anytime. There's hundreds of people who already do. Mm-hmm. And we're this, uh, looks like a big church, but really we're a small church at heart here on Route 128. And just to drive on down any Sunday, this show, as well as lots of other things, uh, are fueled and funded by Mark Crimer down at Crimer's Beer House, who is expanding, by the way. I, I don't know if you've been there lately to the restaurant, Lori, of our patron, Mark. He, he has so many people who want to get a table, he can't seat them all. That's a good problem to have, isn't it? That is a great problem and, to have. And he has redesigned the interior of the beer house mm-hmm. to accommodate more people to sit. Wow. So, yeah. So I, I need to get down there and eat again. Well, I know they may be. It appears that they are looking to revamp at least their lunch menu. And I had saw on their Facebook page that they were asking for suggestions from people that dine there frequently of what they'd like to see at lunch. So I, of course, chimed in on what I would like to see at lunch. Oh, um, yeah? I'm sure. So it sure. looks like lots of good things are, are coming huh. down at the beer It's house. good. God's blessed uh, Mark, and Mark has blessed us. And so, th- Mark, we thank you, and we thank you for listening. Uh, we always have wonderful, exciting guests to give us information that uh, I think will be relevant to our life. Our goal is to rev up your life on Sunday night so you can hit the ground Monday to school or work or family or wherever you're going uh, with a little bit more energy, some inspiration, some information that might make your life better. And the holiday season is upon us. And so what better guy to bring in than uh, a fellow leader here at the church 
uh, named Jody Bergen. And uh, Jody, uh, I've asked him to just kind of chime in a little bit about how to survive stress or deal with difficulty when hard times hit, because uh, a lot of people are not just celebrating on the holiday season. They're lonely and they're often hurting. And I found holiday time is kind of stressful for some. It's a lonely time for some. Uh, but Jody, introduce to our Rev audience again what you're currently doing besides okay. leading well at Whitewater. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Dave. It's always a joy to be with you and Laurie. Thanks for yeah. that. Hey, let me say, too, before I go any further, how grateful I am for Whitewater Crossing. Mm. I mean that very sincerely. Uh, Paul and I have really found a great mm. home here, and I uh, have a deep sense of gratitude in my heart for Whitewater. and. Uh, the church has given so much to me and to so many others. I just am very grateful for the church home and the culture that uh, you've developed here over the years. So thank you very much. Honored to partner with you. Yeah, well, it's a, a privilege to be a part of the place. Hey, for a living these days, I work in the uh, hospice field uh, day in, day out. I'm with uh, people dealing with uh, mm. high stress, very difficult issues they're facing, uh, themselves as patients or with their family members that are navigating through very difficult times. So I, I work in that arena, uh, either in a hospital context or sometimes in homes or in our units. I'm with people facing difficulties day in and day out. Yeah. And boy, that you can already tell out here in Eagle Country land, his voice is so soothing. I know. I'm, I, I was, I, you know, just being stressed out hearing Jody's voice is mm -hmm. calming to me. And uh, I love that. Uh, Jody served on our staff for a while, so he kind of has an insider knowledge of all the things that churches really deal with. And my guess is there's nothing you are dealing with tonight that Jody has not encountered as a Christian counselor, as a pastor, and now he's really in a sweet spot doing things like that and doing some Alpha. Now, I know, Lori, you're in our Alpha program, right? T tell me a little bit about Alpha. What is it and how is it going? Hey, uh, it's going great, David. Alpha is a course that meets for 10 consecutive weeks where individuals can explore questions about life and uh, issues with the Christian faith. It's all done in this really fun context where we're connected with each other, have a free meal each week, and uh, see an alpha film that gives us some input, and then in smaller groups, we just process our way through it. So by the time it's done, uh, we feel really deeply connected with each other as well yeah. as much mm -hmm. more closer to God. Is that true, Lori? Have you got uh, had a good experience? I loved it. Yeah. I Someone asked me to come really interestingly at a very rough time for me and mm. so I thought I would say no and not want to do it but I did for whatever reason I said okay let's give it a try and I went and I just I love it I, my faith has grown a lot I've learned a lot I have a really um, good new friend named Kim who actually loves our show now so now yeah. she, I'm sure she'll hear this and all right really we're up tickled. to two fans Kim and my mom <laughs> it's wonderful um, no but it's it's been a really good experience and I feel like for me, um, I've been at Whitewater for five years, but now I really feel kind of that that church family. You really yeah. get that um, describe it. that just just feeling of it, and know that you have people that like you have your your personal family, your your you know yeah. family you're related to, and then to have a whole nother family that supports you mm -hmm. and cares about you is is just incredible. And you kind of learn the. Essential, maybe the foundations uh, get uh, questions answered that a lot of people 
are asking, uh, both new and who've been mm-hmm. in church maybe for years, but uh, they weren't, you know, they were a little nervous about asking uh, questions. So Alpha's good, and we run it a couple of times a year, Joe. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it kicks off again here after the first of the year in January. Yeah. yeah. So hit our church website, explore yeah. the concept of Alpha, and sign up. We'd love to see you in a class coming up. So, yeah, yeah well, I will it, say the food is is great, and I don't know what I'm going to do when I have too. to feed myself on Mondays again. Yeah, I've, it's like I've gotten dinners. used I've, to that. I've walked through there and uh, under the guise of trying to be an alpha person, just because I like the food, and it was wonderful. But so, Jody, talk to us a little bit. This okay. uh, the the holidays are coming, and even without holidays, it seems to me that people's stress level, anxiety level, fear level is at an all-time high. Uh, I, I don't think it's just the political environment in which we live. That probably doesn't help. You know, elections recently occurred, and we'll find out who's happy and who's sad about that. But it seems to be a, a society, and even those who love Jesus in the church have stressful moments. So what are you seeing out there, and what what are some of the things that you have found that would help those listening tonight who are feeling a little overwhelmed right now. Yeah. I think what you've done is a great great place to begin, David, just to normalize this concept of stress and difficulty and hard times. Uh, in fact, there's even a, a National Stress Awareness Day that occurs the first Wednesday in November. How about that? And nationally, there's a focus just on identifying the stressors in your life and learning fresh strategies for coping with it. So that's a good place to begin. From an inventory? Yeah, that's where you begin. Uh, In addition to the supercharged culture that we live that's high stress, uh, all of us deal with a wide variety of things. Whoops, excuse me, that was my watch telling me what time it was. (laughs) You're stressing me out already. We didn't even start to talk about stress. Oh, boy. But uh, day in and day out, uh, people get uh, unwanted uh, medical diagnosis. Uh, Sadly, their spouse slams the door for the last time as they walk away. Mm -hmm. Uh, They walk in and their supervisor has uh, told them they're downsizing. Mm -hmm. They'll have a a child that's gone off the rails. And, Mm -hmm. you know, any number of stressors can come at us, David, that uh, really stresses our capacity to deal with difficult times. And people, have you found, you've probably seen this, Lord, too, they cope in ways that are not healthy or helpful to drown out that voice? Yeah, you'll hear a psychologist uh, talk about either a fight or flight mentality. Mm. And when hard times hit some people, they just start swinging, David. Mm. Uh, They blame somebody else or some Mm. boss or some spouse or some entity or some something that's created it. Uh, The other concept is just running, is flight. And sadly, that's what many of us do. We pull back into isolation. We pull Mm. away from people that could help us and Mm. provide support for us going through it. So neither of those are really good options in coping with stress, although those are our human instinctive responses, either fight or or fly. Yeah, yeah, or drink. 
Yeah. Or eat. Even worse. Or what it, yeah. We'll go to another extreme and find ways to numb out that pain. Mm. They'll find some behavior or some substance that they overuse. They drink too much or they Mm. uh, use inappropriate sexual Mm. activity or they work all the time Mm. or they just a wide variety of ways to try to elevate better feelings or to numb out painful feelings. What we see uh, here is that that just compounds the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's you've got additional stress from the choices. Right. And please hear us tonight. We're not beating you up. We know what that's like. We're yeah. just a lot of sinners saved by grace here. But there's there's a better way that we have found Absolutely. than doing that which comes natural to you. Yeah, let's talk about just a few tips, David. Yes. From you know, my own personal experience as well as uh, just understanding biblical principles in coping with difficult times. But modern research as well all combined just to give us some real practical strategies. Uh, one way that I found very interesting, David, is this concept of just connection. Hmm. So in contrast to fleeing and hmm. isolating and getting alone, uh, the God has made us to be interdependent. He's made mm. us to connect. He hasn't made us to be independent entities. Uh, do a, a Google search sometime just on one another phrases in the Bible, and mm. it'll populate your screen with just dozens of one another phrases throughout the Bible. But even modern research has validated that same principle that God's known all along. There's a Dr. Robert Sapowski who has made his career studying monkeys. For over 20 years, he studied their behavior. But just to simplify a lot of complexity, (laughs) I I, I can say a lot of things about those monkeys, but continue on. (laughs) He, He would take a monkey and drop it into a cage. And predictably, that monkey would just go crazy. Uh, They would climb up and down the bars and scream and squeal and squeech. And he would put little tiny probes on their brains just to measure the stress level on those monkeys. And one of the factors he introduced into the research study, he opened a cage door and he placed a buddy monkey inside the cage. Okay. So without changing the stressors or the environment, just introducing a companion it reduced the stress hormones in that monkey by over 50%. So it just validates the same thing the Bible talks about, is to be connected with one another. So that's a one key way, David, I think, of dealing with stress and difficulty. Is even the monkeys know. Even the monkeys know. It's so better if you've got to a lot connected. of monkeys on your back, remember the monkey. Well, you find and another I, monkey. I can attest to that personally. Um, I've actually talked about stress hormones, had a lot of testing done on that, um, trying to get answers about things I had. And my stress hormones came back that I that they're way out of whack. Um, and that I that I was living essentially in a constant state of fight or flight. I mean, the, pa- mm. the said this patient lives in fight or flight. And mm. I have... Um, done things like uh, drank too much and isolated myself. And the scariest part about it is you don't even know that you're doing it. Mm. When you're in that, you don't realize that you're shutting yourself out of the world and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And as soon as you surround yourself with that community, Mm. you know, I I try to just replace bad habits with good habits and, and do that every day. And it seems to get better, but um, you have to be honest with yourself first and realize that you have 
you know, something is not right and seek people that, because there are people that will care and they'll surround you with, with love. Lori Enright, how far have you come in your <laughs> oh, life? It is no still. Listen to what she's saying, Joe. Do you think you know, man. Yeah, I'm loving well, it. I mean, this isn't necessarily things yeah. I want to say in a mass sure. way to pe- a lot of people yeah. I know, but yeah. if it can help somebody that Absolutely. you're not alone to know that, because that's something I felt like for a long time that I was really alone. And that's what you do, Lori, when you do connect with people, is to get more vitally, core-to-core, intimately connected with those someones. Not just talking about you know, the, the bingles or the reds mm-hmm. or the weather or the holidays, but really sharing, you know, how am I coping with this? What's going on in me? How am I really feeling about all this crap that's you know, going on? Mm-hmm. So that's a first key dynamic in dealing connection. with difficulty is connection. Okay. Yeah, it's a great example. Hey, thanks for taking a deep breath, being courageous <laughs> enough to be so vulnerable to share that, Laura. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And love a connection that. with Christian people is is different yeah. than a connection That's you may just true. get from your from your friends, whether they're Christian or not. Um, sometimes meeting new people and becoming vulnerable to them because you just don't know what they've experienced too. Yeah that they can lend advice. And, and David, you said in a sermon recently that um, we need to let go of pride and be more humble because we either need to humble ourselves or God will do it. And it's yeah. more painful when he does it. And I <laughs> can that attest the tr- to that. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's so true. So do it yourself. Notice it yourself before it, it gets, you know, and I don't, I don't know how to explain that. That's ex- um, no, it's exactly right. Yeah, the, the toughest kind of leadership is self-leadership. That's what I found. And what Jody's mm-hmm. talking about is taking action on your state or your chapter of your life, which is not, by the way, the final chapter. At least it doesn't have to be. It's just the next chapter that, yeah. of God weaving his story in your story. Yeah, that, that's a good point, David. Uh, um, in every great story, there are four components, okay? Uh, so there's one component. There's always a main character. If you're watching Star Wars or a romantic chick flick, uh, there's always a main character. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah me too. I cry at every one of <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, the second part of every good story, though, is that character has to want something, some desire, okay? The greater the desire, the more compelling the story. The third component of every story is difficulty. Mm. So it's common for each of us navigating through our story to face difficulty. Every great story has a character who has a desire, who has difficulty, and then there's resolution. So it's part of our story of our life, David, Hmm. uh, that will face difficulty, but that's not the end game. Hmm. Life experiences tell us there is life on the other side of that difficulty. That's right. So that perspective helps me. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting you you you, you commented on the uh, concept of just self-leadership. I I think one of the fruits of the Spirit is listed as self-discipline. So that's a consequence of being mm-hmm. rightly related to God and how he helps you move through this. He, he gives you a sense of self-discipline so you can make appropriate choices. Uh, Lori, I heard one guy uh, comment on what you just said a moment ago about he had to find new places and new playmates and new playgrounds is how he put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so finding the right people, the right places is integral and in, in connecting is connecting with the right people. Mm-hmm. But likely if you keep connecting, you know, with the 
uh, crew you run with at the local bar, you're going to get that kind of input and that kind of advice and guidance. Well, they say you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. Hmm. But I replaced on to try to take those baby steps. I now the alpha's over soon. Right. Um, I am doing another group on Thursday nights where we're reading the whole New Testament together, and it's a nine-month commitment mm. every week. And I said, I'm, I'm, it's a new type of Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty <laughs> Thursday. It? Yes, I do. Okay. Did David give you that? No. That just came right she, out of his mouth. She has been my on-air partner so long. She has Lori-isms now. He's moved on from so Vaughn-isms. he's going to use that. So I am going to write that down. Thirsty Thursday. <laughs> Good, Jody. Okay, so we need okay, connection. So Don't connect be in isolation. Right. That's, uh, that's, that's right. Connect. Yes. So a, a second, and Laura, you've alluded to this, so that's fantastic, but routine is, is the second one. Our brains routine. just thrive on structure. Mm-hmm. God made our brains to thrive on rhythms and predictability and regularity. So when you're going through difficult times, then routine means an awful lot. Routine means just, or structure just simply means to build. So you build a system of small steps Mm -hmm. that help you to come back to some level of balance in your life. So connection is a good place to begin. Routine, even when you're so wound up and you're so beaten, Mm. hurting so badly, Mm. you don't want to get out of bed, Mm. you think just doing laundry today is going to be the Mm. biggest accomplishment Mm. of my life. Just getting dressed. Routine speaks into that and brings you back to life. So you build routine structures. It's kind of like an accountability because now other people are, you know, they're they're wanting and expecting you to show up, whether it's it's in the physical form or or mentally or you know. Which is why church is functions well when you attend in person. Now we're all about online uh, connection. But there's nothing that replaces, uh, number one, it's hard to drink coffee here when you're online. We can't, we can't replicate coffee. We can't replicate the spirit in a larger group setting of a hug, a pat on the back, a, la- a hearing of laughter, a singing together. There are some things that are, I would call them non-downloadables. Mm-hmm. So that's the value of not giving up the habit of meeting together, the New Testament says, as some are in the habit of doing. Uh, so continue to come on a Sunday to our church or any church. You'll find that human interaction, that routine. That's routine. Uh, right. And you can get in a routine of missing, too. That'll be another show, maybe. Uh, but when you come, you're, you'll be better. You feel you don't feel alone. You're you part will. of a bigger community. That's it, exactly. Both those are elements of a routine. Mm. You know, take a walk. You know, yeah. Make yourself spend a few minutes in nature just taking a physical walk. Uh, spending a few minutes in a chair, just doing some deep breathing, snuggling up with a good book, or better yet, even with your Bible for just a few minutes. Uh, get some exercise. Get a massage. Mm. Just take a long, relaxing b- a bath. Mm. You know, any of those elements form a routine that will bring life back into you as you're struggling with difficult times. That's good. Okay, so don't live in isolation, community, routine. What else you got, Jody? I know you got more. Establish a routine. There's a lot more. Let's talk about just one more thing in a couple of minutes we've got left. And that's just the issue of small steps or just incremental things, David. Hmm. So when you're overwhelmed with difficulty, you're tempted to fight it or to flee away from it, okay? Uh, One of the key solutions is to break it down into small little incremental steps. 
uh, I can reflect, kind of like Laurie, I have tasted a lot of pain and difficulty in my life. And uh, going through just a, a breakdown in my whole family dynamic and a very low, difficult point in my life about 20 years ago, mm. I would take a, a walk three times a week at Winton Woods. Mm. So when I would walk around the beautiful trail there in Green Hills, I, I loved being out and seeing the nature and the gorgeous lake. At the end of the walk, I would sit on a bench there at Winton Woods overlooking the lake and just try to get my thoughts together and sort out this bundle of trouble happening inside of me. But on one particular day, I was noticing some ants down below me on a bench. And uh, they weren't particularly spectacular. They were just you know, moving little pieces of grain back and forth. And I got a little bored with it after a while and left. <laughs> Uh, a few days later, came back again and uh, saw still continued activity. By the end of that week, these ants had built this complex structure of a city with neon lights and highways. <laughs> and uh, I'm exaggerating, obviously, but over time, by moving yeah. little grains of sand at a time, they built something very complicated and very complex and life-giving for them. So God used that moment and wrapped me over the head with that Proverbs 6, mm. 6, consider the ants, O mm. sluggard, how long will you sleep? Yeah. And uh, sluggard for me meant you know, someone who is just disconnected, who, who just uh, is not fully engaged. Yeah. So no routine. It, but I walked away yeah. with that just saying to myself, that's how I'll get through this. Just small little incremental mm. steps, just moving a little grain of sand today a That's little grain good. tomorrow, and over time, I'll get to a place where I desire to get to. Yeah, and, and that, that little is much. That do not despise the day of small beginnings, yeah. the Bible says, because that little is much when you put it in the master's hands. And Yeah, there, washing those ants is good. You know, some stressful days, believe it or not, there's a little stress that comes with being a pastor. <laughs> I bet you have some in your role. Sometimes I'll just look down Say, wouldn't I just like to be that ant for one day? You know, just today. I don't want to be him forever, but, you know, he doesn't seem to be worried about the same problems that I'm worried about. Uh, so that's good. Uh, well, Joe, this is fantastic, and I, I know there's more to this. And if somebody wanted some additional help besides logging on to whitewatercrossing.org, what are some things, resources, places that would – we have Thrive Point Counseling here. I mean, we have yeah. a lot of resources any any books or anything that pops out in your mind that have helped you in your journey at all? Or Yeah, probably the, the, the biggest single decision I made, David, in that low point in my life was to swallow my pride, mm. find enough courage to go sit in front of an objective third party mm. and let them speak into my life. Mm. But it felt like so demeaning and admitting I was not the man I thought I was when I kind of subjected myself to a counselor. But that, if you get into such a difficult time and you can't find your way out and things like uh, connection and routine and taking small steps, if, if that's not providing some help, then the next best step would really be picking up the phone, finding a good local Christian counselor, sitting in front of him and her, mm. and letting God speak to you through the voice of that uh, mm. objective third party. That's good. That's good. Well, man, our time has flown as it always is. You know, you talked about those monkeys. I haven't got them monkeys off my mind. So I want to give you the joke of the day, right. the joke of the week uh, about this guy who was, a, who was a big zoo guy, and he was opening up this zoo. 
And uh, Jody, I understand that sometimes you tell my jokes in alpha. Is that correct? <laughs> Without consulting me, so sometimes yeah, we tell the same joke, same, 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 same joke. So anyway, you don't use this in alpha coming up. But I heard this guy's going to open a zoo, and his big, big draw was this prize gorilla. Oh, he said it's the greatest gorilla ever. You got to come see this gorilla. But he had lions, had all kind of stuff. But this gorilla was the main attraction. He sold all kind of tickets for the grand opening for that gorilla, and the night before. The exhibit was to open. The gorilla died. Mm. Oh, my gosh. What will That's I do? Sad. Oh, very sad. And he said, well, I've already spent all the money. I can't give it back. So here's what he did. He talked to a guy that worked for him and said, I'm going to dress you up as a gorilla. He bought a gorilla outfit, dressed that guy up, said, you get in the cage, jump around, jump up and down. People won't know the difference. And, boy, it worked the first day. <laughs> well, it's great. But toward the end of the day, that guy in that gorilla outfit, he got a little tired. He said, I need a break. So he's walking around, and that guy accidentally fell in the lion cage. And the, mm-hmm. that guy in that grill outfit, he started yelling, help me, help me. I'm not really a grill. I'm just a man. That lion said, shut up, you dummy. We're both going to lose our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> There's your joke of the week. Oh, and, uh, okay, thank you. Another phrase I use, not my circus, not my monkeys. You might try that in Eagle Country when the monkeys start to come. Uh, Not my circus, not my monkeys. For some of y'all, I know your life is a zoo, and I got good news for you. God still loves you, even when life's a zoo. So Jody and Lori and I are cheering you on. You got a friend over here. You may not think anybody cares. Nobody understands. Nobody knows. I can tell you, we do at Whitewater Crossing. And we do here on this show. So we'd love to hear from you and excited about what uh, God is doing, not only in our world, but what he's doing in your world. So as you head into this November, December season, you run into your family. That's a stressor for some of us right there. There's some monkeys. monkeys That's a monkeys (laughs) come around. We hope that you will refer to this and check us out anytime and any Sunday. So uh, on behalf of this team here tonight on Veterans Day Sunday night, I want to thank you for tuning in to Rev on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.